Yeah. What is going on, everybody? It's your host, Rob. Back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast, man. I'm a day late. <laughs> it is uh, Thursday evening. I was, this is supposed to be out already, man. I'm, y'all, I'm still... There's still a lot happening. I'm still trying to get my life together. But I promise you, it's getting better day by day. But hey, you know, at least I didn't miss another week. <laughs> yeah, man. But how y'all doing out there? Everybody feeling all right? You're taking care of yourselves. You're taking care of your loved ones. You're handling your responsibilities and obligations. You're doing your self-check-ins, all that good stuff. Eat, Eating, sleeping, praying, that stuff. Yeah, we're going to get into a couple things today, man couple things today man uh make sure you pay close attention to the headlines too I love this. Shout out to Romo. Romo, you be killing it with the beats, man. I've been listening to Romo's beats for the better part of, I want to say, probably close to 10 years. More than that. Yeah. (sighs) What is going on, everybody? Man, listen. You know, when it comes to promoting positivity and just spreading a positive message, the level of just joy brings my heart when I know that I can help at least one person matters so much to me. And I'm very, very grateful. So today's, before I get into the today's headline, it's really only one headline. Um, there's a lot of information in this headline. I'm going to prepare you. If you are in public service or if you know you qualify for public service loan forgiveness, Google that, check the professions. Don't quote me. Matter of fact, uh, quote me. Let me see. Public service loan. Let me see who qualifies real quick because I really want to get into this. Be employed by a U.S. federal, state, local, or tribal government or not-for-profit organization. Work full-time have direct loans, or consolidate other federal student loans into a direct loan, repay your loan under an income-driven repayment plan, or make and make 120 qualifying payments. Um, those are the people who qualify. Please, please, please check and see if you qualify. I'm going to get into something else you need to check for, if you do qualify. But before I do that, ladies and gentlemen, www.fmepodcast.com. Have you been on the website? If you have not been on the website, check out the website. Sign up for emails. I'm working on some new things that will be coming soon. And if you don't have the emails, you're probably going to miss out because y'all know I don't post on social media like that. I'm trying to get better. Me and Erica both are trying to get better, but we don't post on social media like that. But that email thing, that's something we can set up and automate. So 
if you want to stay in tune with what we have coming up, please sign up. Be part of the email list. We're not going to email you all the time. and It's not going to be spam. It's going to be things like, hey, we posted a new blog. Hey, we posted a new episode. Or, hey, here's an overall update. Or, hey, here's an upcoming guest. We're not about to send you a bunch of spammy stuff that you're just going to want to delete and then unsubscribe. No, 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 no. Because I don't like that either. I unsubscribe from something pretty much every day in my email. <clears throat> but also, if you love us and you want to support us, there is a donate button. You can donate to the podcast, help us keep things running, and it helps us expand and do other cool and creative things that we can bring back and share with you all. Um, And that would be greatly, 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 greatly appreciated if you were to donate to the podcast. And if you want to support us in another way, you can also go to our Instagram page, FME underscore podcast, click on the Linktree link, and all of our affiliates are right there. We have Acre Gold, Garner's Garden, Jot Forms, and Listenable. All of those companies have products that you could utilize. Acre Gold for investing in gold, Garner's Garden, all natural products, hair care, skin care, oral health care. You also have Listenable where you can listen to lessons on the go about whatever topic interest you or whatever you want to learn more about and jot forms for you business owners who are out there and you need to make forms and you need to get e-signatures and you want customization options you can use jot forms so those are ways you can support the show right that's how you can monetarily support the show if you so choose we greatly appreciate it one of the biggest ways that people really don't realize that you can support the show is to like share and subscribe join the facebook group Share our posts, chime in in the comments. That's the other thing I meant to say on the website, fmepodcast.com. We have a blog. We have a blog where we're going to be talking about some interesting topics and we want your thoughts, feelings, and opinions. So comment on the blog and let us know what you think. We'll be getting a new blog post out to you all every week. Shout out to Erica. She's going to do the next few. She's got some great ideas and putting some great stuff out there. So make sure you check that out. All right, if you don't have a pen and paper or pencil and paper, please get it because the headlines, it's a, yeah, I'm going to share a personal story, but I want to help those out there. If you qualify for public service loan forgiveness, or if you think you qualify, you're going to want this information. All right. So a couple of things happening here. So, as I said last week, President Biden is living up to his campaign promise. Student loan borrowers, some of us, will qualify for up to $10,000 or even up to $20,000 of forgiveness. Um, Those people who qualify up to $20,000 are those who uh, had a Pell Grant held by the Department of Education. So, please, please go to studentaid.gov backslash or forward slash I think that's forward slash yeah forward slash debt relief announcement read the information let me tell you stop clicking on these rinky dink things if y'all need to find out about student loan forgiveness don't go to these third-party companies check studentaid.gov or check the department of education's website between those two websites you will get all of the information you need 
Also, your loan servicer should be able to get you a majority of that information. I'm just put, I keep reiterating that because I've had people text me so many articles and so many websites, and I'm like, yo, I don't need any of this stuff. I go through the official people who are officially doing this because there are third party companies that will either charge you to do something you can do yourself quickly and easily. Or there's companies out there that will try to scam you. Be very, very careful. I promise you, even if you hate paperwork like I do, this is a very, very, very easy and simple process. So for those of you who are a little advanced in this and that move forward, um, your student loans, a lot of our loans are being moved. Mine got moved to, I believe it's pronounced Mohila, M-O-H-E-L-A. So that's my new loan servicer, right? When you go to their website, they have a payment tracker. So for those of us who are a little bit deeper into the education field, I'm speaking for teachers because I know teachers qualify, but anyone who qualifies, look at your payment tracker, right? When you look at your payment tracker, it will show you how many of your payments that you have made. And it will also show you how many more payments you need to make in order to be forgiven. So once you are looking at the payment tracker, you need to click on eligible payments. Click on the payment tracker, click eligible payments. You got that? You got it? All right. So once you do that, if any, this is the important part, if any of your eligible payments have the words employment not certified next to them, you need to submit employment verification to them again. You have to verify your employment annually. So every year you have to verify, hey, I'm still working this job or I'm still working in public service. If you don't do that, it's not automatically kept up with. It's not automatically tracked. They only update qualifying payments when you verify employment. How you know? I know because I'm telling you, this is what I went through. I looked and I saw some payments with those words next to it. And I emailed them and said, hey, what this mean? Do I need to go back and pay this? If I go back and pay this, what happens? They're like, no, you just got to verify your employment and then they should be qualifying. And I said, oh, so yes, you have to do that. And the form is on their website. Um, if not, ask them, send them an email or call them and say, hey, I need the uh, payment verification form. You should probably already have it. If you've ever verified payment before, I would have hoped that you saved the document on your computer. But if you didn't, download the document again and fill it out. Send it to your employer. Have them verify your employment, and you can submit submit it right on their website. Um, if you have been teaching for ten years or more and been making payments of some kind, you might already qualify for full forgiveness. Now this is um, this this what I'm talking about is full forgiveness, full, not the Joe Biden up to ten, up to twenty. This is full forgiveness here. Two different things. All right, I don't, I'm not sure if I made that clear, but anyway, check your account, follow those steps, look at your eligible eligible payments, and if anything says employment not certified for that pay period, and you might have older stuff that says that go back and look and say, hmm, where was I working at this time? And if it's something that qualifies for forgiveness, you need to submit your employment verification. And don't forget to do it again next year. Those of you with about five or six years under your belt, seven years, eight years, just set a calendar reminder. Hey, submit, you know, employment verification. I just, uh, <clears throat> I should be sit submitting mine soon to get some more qualifying payments done. Okay. All right. So I got a, uh, I would like to apologize to everyone. I left out some important information last week when I was talking about, um, you know, this whole 
up to 10,000, 20,000 forgiveness, the, you know, debt relief. <sighs> so when it comes to the up to 10,000 or up to $20,000 loan forgiveness, this is one of the things that people were upset about. And this is your second headline. The part of the issue people are having is that some now federally, federally, you're okay. You will not be taxed. But some states are opting to tax that as income. Well, so what does that mean? That means if you are forgiven $10,000 when you file your taxes and you let them know, hey, $10,000 of my student loans were forgiven. They're going to count that as $10,000. They're going to count that $10,000 as part of your income. So if you made $50,000 that year, they're going to basically look at it and say, oh, you made $60,000 this year because you had $10,000 in student loans forgiven. That is very important because some of us really depend on that tax money and some of us have businesses and things of that nature. So I just want to give you a heads up. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to list the states according to... I think it was msnbc i was looking at um let me make sure or was it cnbc i can't remember all these acronyms yo i really can't one of these news sites i think it was cnbc don't sue me if i was wrong hold on i want to make sure i don't want to get sued <laughs> give me a second nah i ain't gonna do that uh anyway let's see here these are the states so far that if you live in this state and you get student loan forgiveness under the under the Joe Biden's uh, student loan forgiveness plan, here are the current states. Are you ready? I'm sorry. Y'all know I like to promote positivity, but this sucks. All right. Arkansas, Hawaii, Idaho, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Mississippi, New York, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Right now, it's looking like those states will tax your forgiveness. All right. Tentatively, tentatively, not confirmed. Tentatively, it looks like, um, I already read that one. It, tentatively, it looks like North Carolina, California. Yeah, North Carolina and California might join them as well. So, once again, Arkansas, Hawaii, Idaho, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Mississippi, New York, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, Wisconsin, possibly North Carolina, and possibly California will count your student loan forgiveness. That is, if you receive up to $10,000 or $20,000 forgiveness, they may count that towards your income which means you're going to be taxed on that so just wanted to give y'all a little heads up so that you are not caught off guard so if you're one of those people who does financial planning and you want to make sure you prepare for that uh there you go those are your headlines <sighs> all right so today's topics, man, we got some feedback too. That's another thing I want to get better at doing for y'all is posting the topics online so I can get your feedback on it and then, you know, share that on the show. 
So, one thing that really stood out um, about this is what um, what I know to be common, especially in the black community. We always talk about things being toxic, um, protecting your peace, um, mental health, and um, just habits in general, right? So, the first topic we're going to tackle today is, is it okay to run back to old comfort zones? Old comfort zones. So, and for those of you who are new, 90% of what I talk about on here is from personal experience. Sometimes it's the experience of those close to me, and sometimes I'll use examples from movies, TV shows, or things that are happening in the world, but a majority of the time, it's me I'm talking about. And this is a reflective journey for me, but I'm using my experiences and I use the experiences of my guests to give you insight onto things you may have experienced and you're looking for answers or to help you avoid some of these pitfalls in life. Anyway, is it okay to run back to old comfort zones? So typically a comfort zone, you know, it's a, it's an interesting concept. So for me, a comfort zone is a space where mentally and physically, you know that you're doing quote unquote, okay. Most of your needs are being met. You kind of know what to expect. And there's just a very low level of uncertainty because you've been, you've probably been there for a while and you know how to navigate it. To me, that's a comfort zone, right? And a comfort zone can be super toxic or it could just be, for lack of a better word, average. And what a comfort zone is to me could be far different than what a comfort zone is for you. Um, But for me, that's what a comfort zone is. For some people, their comfort zone is a high-impact, fast-paced, world where everything around them is changing and they and there there is no certainty you know wherever you feel mentally and physically comfortable where you fit wherever you feel like you have the most control typically is what i would call a comfort zone because who doesn't like control especially when it comes to you being able to have control over yourself but in some toxic situations you may be in your comfort zone because someone else has taken control And you've just gotten so used to it that you're comfortable. So, you know, you know, figure out what if you've never heard of this or this is a new concept to you. Think about what a comfort zone is to you. And again, the question I pose is, is it okay to go to run back to them? And what I mean is when I mean when I say that is, you know, in order to run back to something, that means you left it. So once you leave it. You know, for whatever reason, maybe you realize, eh, this isn't good enough for me anymore, or this is a bad situation, or I want to try something new and different, right? Then you make decisions and you make moves to put yourself in a different situation, dealing with different scenarios, and then you, quote unquote, create a new comfort zone. And again, comfort zones aren't always bad. Sometimes your comfort zone is you've done the work, you put in the time, years, you know, this is part of your goal, married, wife kids house white picket fence great income kids going to school everybody's happy and healthy 
might be a you know you know the day-to-day that's gonna pretty much happen other than the kids getting sick or something like that every now and again but y'all are rolling pretty steady that might be your comfort zone and you might be okay there and there's nothing wrong with that what i'm referring to is let's say you have all that and then unfortunately you know there's a divorce and now okay well you know what I'm going to move back to the city that I left because I know my homeboys are there. Some of the old chicks that I used to mess with are there. I know how to move around and get around. I'm going back. That's my old comfort zone. You know, I got I can get her number, her number, her number. I can call him up. I know I can throw a party. I know I can do this, that, and the third. That might be an old comfort zone. Or I'm at a job. I've got a promotion, but I'm not really feeling this new promotion. The responsibility is a little too much. The pressure is too much. You know, I'm going to see if, you know, maybe I can go back to the position I was in before. Or maybe I need to go to another company and do the similar position I was doing. So I'm going to give you some feedback that we got. Shout out to my brother, Carl Van. Pass the Peas app. If you have not downloaded it, download Pass the Peas app. Uh, He says it's not okay to go back to your comfort zone and stay there. We can't grow there. I do think we can find peace there or just double back and remember the lessons you learned while there, but don't go back there and set up shop. Shout out to Christian Jackson. Y'all follow at Couch with Christian. She's been on the uh, podcast a few times. Um, She added in to what Carl said and said, go back with intention. And she said that's what she tells her clients all the time. Um, Shout out to my boy, Micah. He said, old comfort can bring back old habits. Old comfort can be a trigger. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So I will I will talk about me. Um, For me, going back to my old comfort zone is bad. And the reason why it's bad is because the type of person I am and the type of personality that I have, I'm very helpful, open, and honest. And in the past, people have taken advantage of that. And unfortunately, even sometimes when I realized, back in my younger days, when I realized they were taking advantage, I stayed there because I was comfortable and I kind of had a sense of control. I knew what to expect from you and I knew what not to expect from you. So I felt like I had control, right? So I put myself in situations and scenarios with people where I knew what was going to happen and things were predictable. And I I knew I didn't have to worry about anything happening to me. Um, And I knew knew what I stood to gain versus what I stood to lose. And it made me comfortable. Um, And I, I don't want to go back there. I fought really hard to leave South Carolina, come to the DMV, make more money. And do a bunch of other things. And I spent the better part of three years doing those things. And basically rebuilding my life. Getting way out of my comfort zone. My closest friends are in South Carolina and North Carolina. My absolute closest. And Florida. So none of my closest people are anywhere near me. I do have some cool people up here. And some very good frat brothers up here. That I definitely love dearly. But the people that I've spent the most time with. And have the deepest relationships are not here and I left them and they are not close and it will take serious time and money for me to go see them. So I was definitely, well, I am definitely out of my comfort zone. Um, Another thing that happens is when life happens, typically when uh, disaster strikes, financial emergency, health emergency, relationship, job, whatever, 
we tend to go right back to where we know we're comfortable. Like I told y'all last week, I got a situation going on and there's a lot of things I could have done. There's some old phone numbers I could have called. There are some people that have helped me out in the past that I could have called and just, I could have just did what I did 10 years ago or eight years ago and asked for these same things. But I said, you know what? I don't want to go back there. And one of the things I learned in leaving my old comfort zones is being more independent and being more responsible and learning how to take better care of myself. Yes, I am not in the most ideal situation. Um, and that's personally, physically, I'm fine. I'm wonderful. Family is taking great care of me. So my environment is excellent. And I thank God for that. But there are other things business wise that I need to get taken care of. But one of the things I did over the years, I made sure that I made more responsible decisions just in case something like this happened. And guess what? It happened and I was able to fall back on myself. I did call who needed to be called to say, hey, this is what's going on. You know, thank you for checking in. I just wanted to keep you in the loop. Oh, you need anything? You need such and such? You know, the old Rob in the old comfort zone, knowing these people, yeah, man, you know, let me, can I get 500? Can I get 600? Can I get 1,000? Or can you call such and such and have this done? Or can you come up here and do this and do that? And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just not there anymore. Now it's, I appreciate you asking. I'm not to that point, but if I get to that point, I'm definitely going to hit you up, but I appreciate you asking. That's where I'm at. Two totally different things. And again, I'm speaking from my experience. For some people, it may be, and I've been here too. It may be, you know, got a relationship, relationship's going well. Then something happens and the relationship ends. Now you calling that old thing back. The old thing that you left, you left the old thing, whatever that may be, whether that's an ex-girlfriend, whether that was a jump off, bump, bump it up. Don't ask me why I did that. Whether it was a jump off or whatever your situation was, whether you was for the streets, whatever that was, you left there for a reason. You got in a relationship for a reason. But you don't have to go back to the streets. <laughs> you can self-reflect like I, I've done. I self-reflect. Then say, OK, I'm ready to move on to try this again with someone else. Not saying that there's anything wrong with going back to a comfort zone, but that is something you need to think about. When you go back to an old comfort zone, remember this thing right here, ladies and gentlemen. It's called a comfort zone. And I'm not going to answer this question for you, but for you personally, what do you do when you get comfortable? Physically, what do you do when you get comfortable? Mentally, what do you do when you get comfortable? Think about that. That might be a good thing for you or a bad thing for you. So when you think about going back to these old comfort zones, and I know I put a spin on this and I meant to do that because most people, when they hear the word comfort zone and old, they automatically associate it with something negative. It's not always negative. It can be. It definitely can be. And we can probably think of more situations and scenarios where it is negative versus it being positive, but it's not always purely negative. But really think about that. What happens when you get too comfortable? I know for me, when I get comfortable, I get lazy. And I'm not allowed to be lazy. <laughs> I got too much I want to do. And I have too much that I want to accomplish. And I have too many more relationships to build. And too many other things out here to build for me to get lazy. Alright? So, if you're someone going through something and you're thinking about going back to that old comfort zone... Think about what you're setting yourself up for. 
definitely chime in on the comments. I posted this on Instagram. I posted the topics. Let me know what you think. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. So this is something I've had to do recently is double checking your marketability. So I have to put myself out there in quite a few ways right now. Um, and part of your marketability is just your image and your reputation. What have you been doing over the past few years? Because sometimes, <laughs> back to the first topic, when you're in a comfort zone, you've been somewhere for a while and you got control. Well, what happens when that crumbles or that disappears? Now you got to go out and find something new. But that new something is going to want to look at you and say, hey, what is what you got going on over here? I don't know you. Right. Whether that be a job hunt or relationships or a business venture. Right. So now you got to double check your marketability. One of the things that I've been doing, shout out to Break My Fifth Law, Coach Law. Check him out on Instagram. I've been getting more physically in shape um, and I did that for me. I was doing that for me because one, I wanted more self-confidence and I just wanted to feel more attractive. I was getting fat. I don't like having man boobs. I love beer and the beer gut was getting out of control. And the other thing is, you know, I still want a family. I still want kids, even at my big age. Right. And I know I'm going to be the old daddy. That's just, that's just what it is. If God, you know, grants me, um, the, the chance to to have a family and all that, I'm going to be the old daddy. Ain't no getting around it. I'll be 38 this year, so I'm going to be the old daddy. So I'm like, well, if you're going to be the old daddy, bro, you're going to have to be in shape because these churn going to be running around. They're going to have soccer practice, baseball practice, ballerina, piano, chess. You got to have the energy to keep up with these kids. Also, just as a person and looking at my family history, I want to be healthier. So let me get my behind in shape. And that's what I've been doing. I got to get back on it. But that's what I've been doing. I've lost 25 pounds um, during this journey thus far. And I look and feel better than I have in a very long time. But also, I've been having to spruce up my resume. Out here looking, trying to figure things out. And I'm like, all right, well, what do you look like now? Because you got competition. <laughs> It works very, depending on what market or what field you're in, it looks very different, especially when you're entering a field, entering from one field to another, how marketable are you? What, what have you been doing outside of your job, inside of your job? What have you been doing? And it's okay, you know, even if you're not looking for a change, it is okay to sit down and evaluate yourself and evaluate your marketability. I even have one of my friends he says, you know, he doesn't intend on leaving his job, but sometimes he applies for other positions at other companies just to see what's going to happen, just to see if he's still marketable, just to make sure, okay, I still got it or I'm still desirable or man, why this company ain't calling me back? I know I can do this. Let me work on a couple things because these companies should be wanting to hire me and coming after me. And that was a really good, um, that was a really good piece of advice. And that's another reason why I've said on this show a bunch of times, find people that find mentors or friends that are a little older than you, that have some more life experience than you, because they will give you jewels that you won't, you wouldn't even think of. That's something I never thought of. Like, and I've had over 30 jobs in my life. Like I started working when I was 16. And I think since I started working, there's only one year where I just could not find a job. And I was in college at that time. There was one summer. Yep. One summer. 
for the life of me, I could not find a job in Spartanburg, South Carolina. After that one summer, I've literally, literally been working ever since, right? So it never occurred to me, hey, you know, while you're working, because I'm like, you know, you're working, you're making money. Well, I'm going to look for another job. But testing your market marketability. And sometimes you might be surprised. Sometimes someone will look at your market value and say, hey, we want you over here. And they might be willing to pay more for you than where you currently are. Hmm. <laughs> Don't wait till you get passed up for a promotion. Even if you are happy where you are, there's nothing wrong with testing the waters a little bit. But, uh, you know, I'm not saying you have to do that. But that's kind of like a, I, this is just basically kind of like the other side of doing the self-check when it comes to the personal stuff. But do a business check. Maybe you want to spruce up your LinkedIn or your Facebook or your business profile, wherever it may be, or your website. Maybe you, you've you probably done more than you think you have done. But I know some of us, we get our head down and we running so hard in the trenches working we're not really posting them stats. Post some of them stats. Update your resume. When's the last time you updated your resume? Whether you're using it or not, update it. It might be dope because somebody you know who, who might need help with the resume, you can send them your resume. You know, blow the dust off of that thing. Take a look at yourself, you know? All right? Double check your marketability. All right? Woo! Okay. Mm. Mm-mm. Now this one right here. <laughs> All right. So the last topic is very deep and very personal. And in my opinion, it's controversial, especially if you're heavy on social media, because a lot of what I, personal experience, a lot of highly successful people just seem to be running on 100 percent diesel turbo fuel no sleep let's go get it blah 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 motivation man no time to sleep no time to eat push up sit up all that and i think that's great to a certain extent but i know myself and i hope that you've taken the time to get to know yourself so i want to talk about self-grace versus a pity party or basically being pessimistic or wallowing in sorrow and i misspelled and I misspelled it. Wallowing in sorrow, right? Grace versus pity. Now, pity is associated with negativity. Um, and pity is also <laughs> uh what's the word? We don't we don't use it in the context it should be used. Pity is like, you know, you feel sorry for something because something has so you feel sorry for someone because something has actually happened. It's not, oh, I pity you because you're a weakling. Like that's not we we've turned it into that we've kind of turned it into like we've given it like its own slang type meaning but that's not what it actually means but i say pity party because i can just speak for the black community when people say pity party that means you sitting around feeling sorry for yourself get your ass up like that's literally what it means in the black community um but i use the word grace because we hear grace a lot in church and we talk about god's grace and mercy right so i'm just going to speak for for me Self-grace versus a pity party. So, again, using my personal situation, it'd be very easy for me to wallow in sorrow, be pessimistic, and have a pity party because a lot has happened. Um, there's a lot I do not have anymore, and there's a lot of uncertainty in front of me, a lot. But, one, I'm a very optimistic person. Two, I have a very strong support system. So that's like the last thing you'll probably ever see from me. And three, I'm not afraid of work. Like, like I said, I've had over 30 jobs. So like, I, 
I might go a very short time without money, but I'm gonna find it somewhere. Like, cause I, that's just me. Like me sitting around doing nothing, feeling sorry, just ain't me. Like it would probably have to be something truly devastating and traumatic to really, really just stop me in my tracks. Right. So also self grace. So like I said, you, you hear the word, you probably hear the word grace in church and more so in a religious sense when you do hear the word. And I know that for me, that's where I hear it most of the time. And what it, what it comes to me, what it has come to mean to me is that I am human and I make mistakes. And when I make these mistakes, I need to realize that I am not perfect and I will never be perfect. I can learn from this mistake. I can pick myself up and I can move forward. It does not have to be the end of the world. Um, and it does not mean I'm defined by the worst things that I've done. That's what that means to me. And it means, hey, it's okay to mess up sometimes. What's not okay is for you to stay there mentally, physically, financially it's not okay to stay there but hey it happened acknowledge it deal with what happened whatever that may mean for you um what did you learn from what happened or whatever you did what did you learn from it and how are you going to improve how are you going to pick yourself up and prevent this from happening again that's what that means to me and that's where i am right now Versus, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Why me? Oh, woe is me. Why this have to happen to me? I don't have this anymore. I don't have it that anymore. This person ain't talking to me. This person don't like me no more. Like you start going down a rabbit hole and then you start thinking, well, I'm, I'm no longer worthy. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve that. God forbid on the extreme end, some people think they don't deserve to be here anymore. Um, peace, prayers, and blessings. I hope nobody out there is going through that. If you are, please do not hurt or harm yourself. Call a loved one. Call a loved one. Reach out to somebody and let them know you need help because you think about hurting yourself. Let them know it's okay. Let someone be there for you. But that's a very slippery slope and that's very real. And self-doubt is very real. But also remembering that nobody is perfect. Like, that's another reason why I tell people be very careful with absorbing too much on social media and be careful, of just not just social media, but what are you taking in every day? Whether that be TV, social media, video games, whatever, because 99% of the time, what you see on social media is people showing you their absolute best. And it creates an illusion of this person's life is perfect. It's not. <laughs> I think more of the nasty negativity that comes out um, then it probably should too. But most people share the absolute best parts of their lives. You don't see the arguments, the crying, the self-doubt and all that good stuff. So you get to be think. So you get to think that that's what life is and it should be. And if you're not there, you feel like, oh, woe is me. I'm not, you know, I don't deserve blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> you are human. You are going to make mistakes. However, how can you stop from making this mistake again? What are we going to do differently moving forward? Forgive yourself. Do some reflection. Don't stay there. Don't live there. Don't wallow in it. Don't become pessimistic. Acknowledge it. 
Even if that means looking in the mirror and speaking out loud and said, I, you know, I ate the last blueberry pie and I know I wasn't supposed to eat it because it was for the pie contest and my mom was upset with me. She don't won four years in a row and I just stopped her from winning the fifth year. That's messed up and I shouldn't have did that. Now my mom's upstairs crying because she wanted to get five in a row and she didn't get five in a row. So I need to acknowledge it by apologizing and admitting, hey, mom, I did eat the blueberry pie. I'm sorry. It smelled good. I'm hungry. And I know that I hurt you and I'm going to do my best to make it up to you. So next time your mom bakes a blueberry pie or you're in a situation where she bakes a blueberry pie, maybe you need to leave the house. Maybe you need to save up some money and give her something and say, hey, can you bake two so I can have one? Like, I know that's a doofy example, but it's really that it's it's. It's not always easy, but for me, that's a bit easier because I was raised to be responsible for my actions. Like my dad literally raised me to be that. And it shocks a lot of people and it upsets people too, because I don't beat myself up for a very long time. Like I will sincerely apologize to you, but I'm not going to live there and we can discuss and work things out for sure, but I'm not going to live there. I'm not going to sit slumped in the corner, beating myself up. But I will be remorseful and I will give you a heartfelt apology and I will work to uh, amend and fix the situation. But I can't live there because if I live there, that's too much emotional baggage for me and I won't be able to pick up and move forward. That's just a whole nother conversation. But um, yes, self-grace is OK. And I wanted to chime in with the comment real quick. Um, shout out to my boy, Rob Brown. Got a brand new baby girl, him and his wonderful wife. Love you, Rob. Rob said, I've struggled with self-grace for a long time, but once I got the concept, it's been very beneficial. The pity party is easy to attend at times, but you got to keep going. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You got to learn that, man. Like, we beat ourselves up so bad but y'all we're human and there's 24 hours in a day and a lot can happen in a day all right so give yourself grace and practice it man you can start with the small things all right Woo! feel good to get that out man hope y'all get got some gems today hope y'all learned something from your boy today and i hope um you know this conversation has helped you work through whatever it is that you might be going through now i got a message for the black brothers out there brother educated brother creative brother artistic brother my handsome brothers my dapper brothers my debonair brothers what's happening what's going on with y'all y'all brothers doing all right listen man this is what i have for my black brothers this week i want y'all to find a way 
or find something to do to relax. I need you to find whatever it is you're comfortable doing, whatever it is you love to do to ease your mind and relax. I need you to find that and I need you to relax. Now, I'm not saying slam on brakes and put the vehicle in park. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying find some time for yourself. I say that because a lot of my friends are going full throttle and I cannot remember the last time they told me they went on vacation or did something that they wanted to do or enjoy. And I know, I know, I know, I know, even though I don't have churn, <laughs> I know like when life picks up <clears throat> and you get ahead of steam and you start rolling, sometimes you put your head down and you lift your head up and three years have gone by and you've literally done nothing for yourself. And I mean... When I say nothing, nothing, no vacation, no visiting such and such, no shopping spree, no steak dinner, night at Top Golf, uh, barbecue, anything like. And I want you to take a step back, plan it. <laughs> then that will definitely help. You want to plan it, and find that thing if you don't have it. Or do that thing you need to do just to relax a bit. You deserve it. You are working hard. You are busting your behind for either yourself or your family, your dreams, your goal. Do something for yourself. And that does not make you selfish if you have to say, hey, you know, mom, dad, can you watch the kids? Or tell wifey, hey, you know, can you watch the kids? Or even if you got friends, hey, can you watch my kids? Whatever it is. Or if it's like, hey, you know, taking that time off of work. Or if you're an entrepreneur, hey, y'all, you know, we gon', we got to shut down production on this date or we out of the office on this date or whatever, just so you can get that thing in. Because at the end of the day, a big chunk of us, I want to say, are working towards a day where we can do whatever we want to do, when, however we want to do it. We are working towards a day where we can do what we want to do when we want to do, when we want to, when, when, whenever we want to do it. You can get a taste of that, okay? It doesn't have to be all work. And I'm not saying slack off and do nothing. And I'm not saying slack off for a long time, but enjoy the fruits of your labor, okay? Take a second, a day, a week, something to just enjoy the fruits of your labor. There's nothing wrong with that. Ah, all right, man. That's all I got for y'all this week. Thank y'all for the continued love and support. FME underscore podcast on Instagram. Please follow us from my experience podcast on Facebook. Join the Facebook group. And of course, FMEpodcast.com. Please check out the website. Um, using our link tree link on Instagram, you can shop with our affiliates. We get a little kickback that helps the show on the website. There's a donation button. You can donate and help out the show. I really want to see y'all jump on that blog, man. Hop in the blog and give us your thoughts and your experiences. That is why it is there. You can also listen to the podcast there and you can see featured guests. Connect with our featured guests. All their links will be there. Shout out to Fola. Shout out to Dr. Walter Lee. 
You know what I'm saying? Those are two of our most recent guests on the show. So, and George A. George A. Can't forget about you, brother. Um, check, follow those brothers, man. Good brothers there. Good stuff. Good stuff they got going. Um, but we're going to continue to build out the website. More things coming. You know, just building it out. Um, oh, huge shout out to Podbean. Shout out to Podbean. That is our new podcast host. Yes, we have switched over to Podbean. So they have some interesting tools over there, man. Interesting tools that I'm experimenting with. And hopefully we can do some very cool live stuff. But I don't want to reveal too much. All right. But ladies and gentlemen, think about those comfort zones, those old comfort zones. And think about who you are when you're comfortable and how you react when you're comfortable. Double check your marketability. How marketable are you? Personally and professionally. Give yourself that self-check. Update some things. And don't forget self-grace. Give yourself some grace. Alright? You're not perfect. Nobody is perfect. But there's nothing wrong with acknowledging and dealing with situations and moving forward. Alright? Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We catch y'all next time. Peace.